0: Welcome to New York Attention fans, fans. This, this, is this is the Devil's Devil State, State of Mind Podcast, podcast. brought to brought you to by you the Hockey, hockey Podcast, podcast Network. Now, now here's your, your host, host, Neil Villapiano. <clears throat> like the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, right now. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. And with the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs just about to begin, there are so many different money lines or puck lines and bets that you can make One that I'm really banking on is for the Seattle Kraken to move on to the conference finals after the second round matchup against the Dallas Stars. They have a lot of momentum, and I think it really is a good bet to make for them to win the series. How many games they win in is up to you. But that's just an example of the many different types of bets you can make during these hockey playoffs. And if you want to get in on the action, here's what you do. download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and sign up with promo code THPN. New customers can make a $5 hockey playoff bet and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, Call 800 327 5050 or visit gambling In New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY to 467 369. In Kansas, call 1 800 522 4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas City, plus 21 in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for other offer details. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. They did it, Devils fans. The New Jersey Devils are moving on to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. What is going on, Devils fans? It is, as always, your host, Your best friend, your confidant, your number one source, Neil Villapiano. And welcome to a very awesome edition of the Devil State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well as Sports Wire Radio, the best place to get everything you need to know about your second round bound of the Stanley Cup playoffs, New Jersey Devils. As always, guys, I hope you are having as fantastic of a day as I'm having. And also, thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. You already know that I greatly, 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 greatly appreciate it. See, I did that four times. Greatly appreciate all of you guys 1,000%. This podcast episode and everything we do here at the Hockey Podcast Network are sponsored as always by our wonderful friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And again, as I mentioned before, with the Stanley Cup playoffs now moving into round two, the NBA playoffs now into round two, Major League Baseball off and running. We got a couple of spring football leagues going on and so much more. You already know, that DraftKings is the number one place to get in on all the huge cash prizes. So if you want to get a little extra cash for yourself, I got a deal for you. You go to DraftKings Sportsbook right now, sign up, use our promo code THPN. Again, promo code THPN. And don't forget to tell them that your boy Neil Villapiano sent you. And as always, a big thank you and shout out to our sponsors at DraftKings Sportsbook for being the official sports betting partner of the Hockey Podcast Network. And as always, guys, make sure you bet responsibly. And also a big shout-out and thank you to our other sponsors at Raycon. If you want the best quality earbuds slash headphones for half the price of the other major brands and also great features like waterproof and also just great gelling in placement so that the the pods do not come out and that they stay in your ear very well and are very comfortable you go to buyraycon.com slash thpn to get 15 percent off your order again buyraycon.com slash thpn so shout out to raycon as well for sponsoring the hockey podcast network as well as the devil's state of mind podcast yes we have moved on To the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Defeating the New York Rangers in seven games. Winning game seven in convincing, awesome fashion. Shutting the Rangers out for the second time in this series. Winning four to nothing last night. And that was kick ass. It was phenomenal. This Devils team, I have mentioned it before. And I mentioned it in our game six recap. This team has answered the bell every single time, and they certainly did again. They found a way. They played New Jersey Devils hockey and rightfully deserved to win this game, and I could not be more proud of this team. And I think about just really hours before the game, seeing a lot of predictions out there from a lot of, you know, well-known and somewhat well-respected people in the industry who were basically saying, for the most part, that the Devils had no shot to win game number seven. Mind you, game seven was played in New Jersey at The Rock. But a lot of people continue to believe that the experience and the overwhelming talent of some sort from the Rangers would be enough to beat, that, to beat the Devils in seven. Well, not only did the Rangers not win game seven, They didn't even score, getting shut out for the second time in this series, thanks to Schmido the Torpedo, Akira Schmid, Schmid the Kid, another phenomenal masterpiece performance between the pipes. Great bounce back win after his disappointing Game 6 performance, and he was dominant from start to finish, and... The Devils, they didn't need their big guys again to step up. It was some workmanlike guys who came through when it mattered most and did the job that they needed to do, sending the Devils to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs for the first time since the 2012 Cup Final Run. And this is absolutely awesome because not only did the Devils win this playoff series, but they beat the Rangers. And yes, No matter who we would have played in the first round, it still would have been great to move on to round two like the Devils have done. But because it was the Rangers, because the Devils up until this point, 0-2 all time against the Rangers in game sevens. Lindy Ruff had never won in game seven. The Rangers having all the momentum after a dominant 5-2 win in game number six. You know, a lot. there was a lot of people doubting this team. But once again, you do not doubt New Jersey, and they talk about, oh, no quit in New York. Well, guess what? There's even more no quit in the guarded state of New Jersey. And you saw that last night in the Devil's performance. And, you know, when the game started or really before it started, you know, as – I really just as we got closer to this game felt more and more confident that the devils were going to find a way to win. I felt like that they were going to get it done. I didn't think it would be the way that it ended up, but obviously you'll take it. I thought it was going to be a two to one, three to two game. Maybe you have to go to overtime. That was my prediction. I had the devils winning this game three, two in overtime. I thought that the Rangers were going to find a way to get some goals and obviously have some opportunities, but even with not one not two, but three power plays in the first period alone, not scoring on any of them, is a testament to the rain, to the Devils' penalty kill and the team in general to not allow that power play that everybody kept saying how great it is for the Rangers. Not allow them to grab any sort of momentum right from the opening puck drop. The Devils dictated the pace. At one point in the first period, shot attempts were thirteen to one in favor of the Devils. The Devils came out with a mission. They believed that they were going to win game seven and they just quite frankly wanted it more. That's what you saw in this one. They just wanted it more. And that to me was the best part of it all is that you saw a aggressive and determined New Jersey Devils team not ready for their season to end last night. And for the first time in a long time, we were playing a meaningful game in the month of May and now we're gonna play a handful more going into round number two. But looking at this game overall, Devils didn't score and the Rangers didn't either in the first period. So it was no score after 20. You know, it was a pretty solid first period from the Devils, obviously despite the penalties. But you knew that you had the Devil, you had the Rangers on their heels. You knew that the Rangers didn't look like they were ready to play this game from the opening puck drop. And it was just about continuing to push because eventually you were going to come up with really good opportunities and be able to cash in on just Sterkin despite him playing really, really well. And it really kind of started with the Devils were on the power play, and as they were right around the halfway point of the power play, another questionable penalty against the Devils at that time, the fourth penalty already of this game. So the Devils and Rangers for the second time already in this game would skate four side, which usually I feel pretty good about with the Devils because it just opens up more for their speed. Um, Devils and Rangers, they kind of like traded – a lot of unnecessary passes, wasn't a lot of shots on the four and four, but eventually the Rangers got the puck in their own zone, ready to set up and begin an abbreviated power play. And both Chris Kreider and Adam Fox were being hounded by Andre Pallott, who would not be denied, was able to steal the puck away on the four check and make a beautiful saucer pass feed to Michael McLeod. And it felt like in slow motion, Goes from his forehand to his backhand and taps it home. And the Devils strike first just about halfway through this game. It's 1-0 New Jersey. Michael McLeod with his first goal of these playoffs, his first career playoff goal. But that was really all Andre Pallot just being an absolute dog in a Game 7 once again. He is Mr. Game 7 nowadays, the way he plays in these games. He gets himself an assist also gets him to his 98th career point in the Stanley Cup playoffs up until this point. So he is on the verge of reaching the century mark in terms of points in the Stanley Cup playoffs. But a great great goal from Michael McLeod, who really, they even showed it before, statistically speaking, is the best face-off percentage guy in the entire league in the playoffs this year. And so Michael McLeod continues to be more and more of a major valuable piece to this Devils team. The BMW line obviously getting a look tonight with both Miles Wood and Yegor Sharongovich being the guys coming into the lineup for Lazar and Boquist respectively. But they go back to the uh, BMW line. And granted, Palat wasn't a part of it, but the BMW line strikes first and gives the Devils a one nothing lead. Really, really fantastic goal. And it was coming. It was coming. You could see the Devils pushing. And that actually ended up being counted as a shorthanded goal because by the time the Devils scored it, the Rangers were on the power play. So, for the second time in this series, the Devils' penalty kill would get a goal, one nothing, New Jersey. And the Rangers, again, did not score in the power play. Devils kept pushing. Devils just continued to go. And then we bring about more or less about four and a half minutes to go in the period. John Marino gets a nice backhand feed. Um, from Nico Heischer, Marino comes past the Devil's Bench. He's able to weave his way through three different Rangers players, get it to his, from his forehand to his backhand, take a shot that just went wide into the left side behind the net. And Marino, without hesitation, a no look pass right back in front to an open Tomas Tatar who roofs one past the and in. And Tomas Tatar doubles the lead. To two nothing, New Jersey to tar with one of the more stranger celebrations. He kind of bent down with his head pointing at the at the uh, at the boards. We found out later that he actually lost his mouth guard, so that's why he kind of celebrated that way. But a big goal nonetheless. But an even better individual performance there from John Marino, who was by far the Devils' best defenseman in Game Seven not just from the defensive standpoint, but even in that play. He comes up, gets his way through three different Rangers players, gets a great backhand opportunity, doesn't score, but gets an assist moments later on a beautiful backhand feed. No look. Tremendous pass, and it's 2 nothing Devils. Nico Hescher with his fifth point of the playoffs, his fifth assist, got the secondary one. And just about four minutes and a half minutes to go. In the second period, it's 2 nothing Devils. And that's where things stood after 40. So you go into the final 20 minutes of this one knowing that you have a multiple goal lead and are just one period away from winning Game 7. And you knew, the Devils definitely knew, that they needed to score more. They needed to make sure that the Rangers had no shot to get this done. And with the way Akira Schmidt played in this game, it was just absolutely phenomenal from him that he was able to continue to, you know, have the success that he's had. What a story so far through these Stanley Cup playoffs. So you go into the third and for the most part in the third period, I felt like the Devils kind of fell back a little bit. I didn't feel like they were as, they were, um, as aggressive as they should have been. I don't know if maybe they were just instructed to do so that way. But nonetheless, you know, the Rangers, again, just could not get anything past Shesterkin. And then um, you had, what was it? It was Artemi Panarin. He turns over the puck in the offensive zone. Devils come back the other way, two on one. Hughes and Eric And Jack Hughes with an absolutely beautiful cross-crease pass to Eric Halla, who one-times it past the glove of Shesterkin and in. And that makes it three nothing devils with just about five and a half minutes to go in this one. Eric Halla with his fourth goal already in these playoffs, sixth point of this playoffs. And he makes it three nothing. Jack Hughes with his second assist of these playoffs. And Andre Palat gets his second assist of the night. He now is at 99 points in his career in the playoffs. So the next point he gets will be his 100th career playoff point. And then we get to a moment in the game where things really got out of hand in terms of from the Rangers' perspective. There were really two, actually. The first was uh, the Devils are looking to come the other way in the offensive zone, and Igor Shostorkin, as he does a lot, comes way out of his crease, and Nico trying to get to the puck doesn't get to it, and crashes into Shesterkin and goes into the right corner boards. Now, what followed that was ridiculous. First of all, it was very funny that um, nothing was called, at least in the first couple seconds. Timo Mar ended up uh, firing the puck into an empty net. The goal didn't count, so unfortunately for Timo, uh, still without his first goal or point of these playoffs. But Nico's in the right corner. You know, down on all fours, he's trying to get up, and Keandre Miller, for whatever stupid reason, decides to cross-check him a couple times in the back of the neck while he's down. And the revs actually called a penalty on that, and there was a lot of pushing and shoving after that play. But that wasn't the play that everyone's going to remember from Game 7. You pick it up later on in the period. Timo Meyer, kind of somewhat by himself trying to get into the Ranger zone. And granted, it's like one versus four. So like, I don't know what he was hoping to try to do. But he goes in and just as he gets over the blue line, gets elbowed right in the face from Jacob Truba. His head flies back. He goes hard down on the ice and doesn't get up or move for a couple of seconds. And... I will be critical of the devil saying I wish they would have done something about that. Gone up to Truba, done something, but nobody seemed to come to Timo's defense. Don't want to be too critical, but that's just something that I saw. The other thing that I saw was Igor Shosturkin. The moment that Timo was down and not moving, he skates out of his net. And probably said something to Timo because he's standing over him and then proceeds to skate away. Jacob Truba starts yelling at his team to try to get him going. I guess he was hoping that a hit like that would get the boys going. Um, but through all of that, not a single penalty. And I've already heard it throughout the last 15 hours or so about, well, it really actually was more of a, of a, of a hit that just looks bad and blah, blah, blah. Wasn't really that dirty. No, 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 no. He led with his elbow right into his face. If that's not a penalty, I don't know what is. That should be at least charging because Truba's coming off the bench and he has, he deliberately goes after Timo Meyer. And that was ridiculous to me. He should have been thrown out of the game for that. Absolutely ridiculous that nothing was called there. And, um, Shayna Goldman, who writes for the athletics, she's great. Absolutely fantastic. She covers the Devils and also the Rangers, but she does do a lot of Devils coverage. She actually wrote an article that that talked about the Truba hit and said, while Truba's hit might be considered legal, uh, might be considered, you know, clean, that doesn't make it legal. And I think that's a good point because the way the NHL rule book had it is that it was a clean hit. Although it was pretty borderline and, you know, it could have easily been a penalty and probably should have. I think in the regular season, that's a penalty. is thrown out of the game and that's that. But because it's the playoffs and everything like that, I'm sure the refs didn't want to get involved or whatever. It was something ridiculous. But Timo Meyer eventually gets up. You could clearly tell that he had a major gash on his nose. Um, At the time of this recording, it seems like Timo's going to be fine. I think he ended up breaking his nose. I don't think there was a concussion involved in this. So, you know, luckily it doesn't seem like Timo's injury is too severe. So, um, that's a good thing. And we'll see how things progress, uh, going into game one against Carolina on Wednesday. Um, but Timo would actually eventually come back into the game. I don't know. Remember if he played another shift or not after that hit, but he did come back and was part of the handshake line. Um, But clearly the Rangers at that point were just showing a lack of discipline because they were pissed off that they were they knew that they were going to lose and that there was nothing that they could really do to stop the Devils from from winning. And by this point, it's three nothing. And then the Devils would get an empty net goal from Jesper Bratt, who finally gets his first goal of these playoffs, his first career. Goal in the playoffs. Yes, he was part of the 17-18 team, but did not score in any of the five games against Tampa. But he gets one here, an empty netter. John Marino with his second assist of the night, capping off a great game from him. He got the lone assist, his second point as well. And the only thing left in the last three minutes or so was would Akira Schmidt get his second shutout already these playoffs? And that's exactly what happened as the Devils, with a dominant 4 nothing win in game seven to knock out the New York Rangers, win this battle of the Hudson River rivalry, beating the Rangers for the first time in a game seven in this uh, rivalry's history, and are moving on to take on the Carolina Hurricanes in round two of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Akira Schmid, another phenomenal job. From him. He continues to be a major backbone to this Devils team. It is just tremendous to see as he stopped all 31 shots he faced in this one. Just a tremendous performance from him. He becomes just the fifth rookie goaltender in NHL history to record a shutout in in a game 7 just a phenomenal job two shutouts already for akira and he is now 4 and 1 so far in these playoffs he is a phenomenal story here throughout the first round of the playoffs and i'm so excited to see what more he can bring going into round number 2 hearing jack Hughes after the game saying that we get bragging rights over the blue shirts is just it's just awesome it's just really awesome and you know again Nico, Brett, and Timo combined for one goal in this entire first round, and we still ended up winning in seven games. And I think that is going to scare the rest of the league because once those other guys get going, this team's going to be very, very hard to beat. The fact that we did all this in seven games without them having to always you know, be at the top of their game is nothing short of great. You know, Jack Hughes did not score... Um, in the last three games of this series, but it didn't matter. He already, the damage for him was already done. Like he had already done what he needed to do. And other guys stepped up. Michael McLeod, Eric Hall, who finishes with leading the Devils in points with six, six, four goals, two assists so far for him. He's my offensive MVP of the first round. My defensive MVP of the first round is John Marino, especially after his game seven performance. And obviously you got to give VTech Vanity. I'm sorry, you got to give Akira Schmidt all the credit, man. He was phenomenal between the pipes, helping this team get there. And it's just great. And the Devils end up shutting out the Rangers in two of the last three games. And when they've won, the Devils finished only giving up two goals in total in the four games that they won. Just great defensive New Jersey Devils hockey right there. You absolutely love to see it. And um, yeah, I mean, this is for all of us. This Devils series win is for all of us Devils fans. Everybody that has watched, been a fan, covered the team like myself, everything like that. And you know that the fun is just getting started. There's still so much work left to do. And you know what? With Boston getting knocked out in the first round, with Colorado getting knocked out in the first round, with Tampa getting knocked out in the first round, to me personally, I think a lot of people would agree that the Stanley cup finals and the Stanley cup in general is wide open for the final eight teams. The devil's in my opinion, have just as good of a chance as anybody to move on to the Stanley cup finals. Now they got to get through Carolina and let's preview Carolina a little bit. And I will also mention to you guys that tomorrow I will have an episode out with, uh, with a hurricanes podcast, as we will be previewing the second round matchup between Carolina and New Jersey. So stick around for, for that coming out tomorrow. This episode is actually going to be out uh, later today here on um, May 2nd, so you guys can take a listen to it and everything like that. But looking at this series coming up, Carolina went six games with the Islanders, nearly had to go seven because they won game six in overtime. Max Pacioretty's out. Terra Taravainen's out. Andrei Fetnikov is out. There are questions about their goaltending, but please don't make any mistake about it. This is a very, very dangerous Carolina Hurricanes team. When they get rolling, they're very tough to beat. And I know the Devils had a lot of success and actually ended up winning the season series against Carolina. But this is a very good team. This is they—they they are. It's—it's it's very even between these two teams and how they play and everything like that. This is going to be another major challenge for this Devils team. But you can't say that they don't have experience. You can't say anything that you were saying throughout the first round against the Rangers, because now this team is battle tested. And battle scary. They've answered the bell every time. And there's nothing saying they can't do it moving forward. And I'm so excited for this series. Another chance to knock off a divisional opponent. And we're four wins away from going on to the conference finals. But it starts on Wednesday night in Carolina against this Hurricanes team who's been sitting around for a couple of days now waiting to see who they would play. But the New Jersey Devils are one of four teams left in the Eastern Conference after they vanquish The rival New York Rangers in seven games, winning game seven again by the final score of four to nothing. And again, guys, it's so exciting that I'm going to be able to give you guys episodes recapping the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs involving the New Jersey Devils. And uh, this podcast and New Jersey Devils are just getting started, baby. But what a fantastic job knocking out the Rangers at 7, and moving on to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Let's go, baby! Woo! Devils fans, let's face it. With coffee starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations, and our bank accounts somehow always depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate or dupe is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Raycon is premium auto at the perfect price point, so you can listen to what you want, when you want, without breaking the bank. And there are three features with the Raycon Wireless Earbuds that I enjoy the most. Noise canceling, they are waterproof, And they also don't come out of your ears very easily. They stick onto them very, very well. And, you know, you could shake your head and everything and they stay in very firm. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and leg for quality, sound, and essential smart tech listening features. You can get a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of those other more big name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options. Right now, you could pay as low as $18 at checkout. Yes, $18. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping. They also have over 50,000 five-star reviews. And here are a list of some of the other major features. Three customizable sound profiles, earbud tap functions, awareness mode, custom gel tips for the perfect, most comfortable in-ear fit, crystal clear quality, water and sweat resistant, and eight hours of playtime in everyday earbuds. And if you want to get yourself a pair or a couple, here's what you do. You go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN.